This is the TJ Show. You can call us anytime, just like Ali did at 302-303-1151. Hello, Ali. Hi, how you doing? You're calling in Oregon. Yes, I am. We're really grateful to be on in Oregon. Tell us something about the state that all of America and beyond, because you know we're on in Canada too, should yes. know about Oregon. All it does is rain. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nine months out of the year, you get rain, okay? <laughs> now, it, it, w- with that being the case, have you grown to love the rain? You know, a little bit. And it's actually my middle name, so. No way. Allie Rain. Yeah. Allie Rain. I almost want to call you Rain from now on. Right, it's such a cool, a cool name. such a cool name. But uh, I'll just say <laughs> Thank a- you. Allie Rain. What, what do you do for your job? I'm a dental assistant. Oh, my. Your do you teeth know- must be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Do you know how much I love our dentists? I feel like you all don't get enough credit. I actually book three appointments a year when I only have to book two. You only need two, right? Because Woo, good I, for you, overachiever. Yeah, well, I feel like it's almost like a spa treatment, Allie. You think so? I, I think you're it. one of the very few that thinks that. Yeah, I, I love it. I never understood why people don't like the dentist. Maybe I've always just had really nice dentists. Now I have a question for you, and please give me an honest yeah. answer. Like, imagine okay. your dental community is not listening. Is it okay for us common people who aren't in the dentist industry to use one of the metal picks that you have to clean our teeth better? No. Why? Because this is what all dentists say, and I don't understand it. I know. So, because you're trained a certain way to scrape the plaque off without scraping the enamel off. Mm. Oh, no. And your enamel is very important. Have you been playing with one of those devices? Well, I saw one of these metal <laughs> scrapers at the grocery store. I was like, <laughs> I didn't sell them. Yeah, I didn't know that they give these to normal people. And I bought one and I've been using it. But like, I just very, very gently scrape around the edges of my teeth. Have you just told yeah. me that I've ruined my teeth? No, I, not necessarily. But some people, you know, they take advantage of things. They go overboard. So you're saying like if someone uses that little hook thing and really scrapes... That's stupidity or just, you know, carelessness. Yes. Just carelessness, yes. Okay, so if I, and I'm, I'm sorry to take showtime to ask this, but I'm, I know a lot of people are curious about this. If you yes. scrape it up and down from the side, which is how I think you're doing it when you're in my mouth, yes. that's okay. Yes, but still <laughs> be very careful because you can damage your enamel. Mm. You may be so... See, I think you're working for the dentist. Well, you are working for the dentist. I am working for the dentist. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I can get a straight answer out of you because I feel like if more people knew how to scrape properly, then people yeah. wouldn't have to go to the dentist as much. Why are you all not training us how to use the scraper? Why do you only get to use That's the scraper? That's true. You know, there's probably some YouTube videos on there that would save you guys some time from going to the dentist. Yeah, I know. I just feel like... Can you bring this up at the next dental convention? Do you go to those? <laughs> Uh, we actually just had one a couple months ago. Yeah, I know. I, are, I, I'm so into dentists that I know that they have conventions. <laughs> but TJ, why wouldn't you want to go to the dentist when you consider it a spa treatment? Well, it is. I, I, would yeah. do, I would do both. But I think I'd have less instances of cavities if they trained me on the scraper. Here's what I'm going to do. Ah. I, I have a dental appointment next month. I'm going to ask my okay. dentist if she can train me on the scraper while I'm there. There you go. You actually want to ask your, your hygienist. Your hygienist is the one that's going to give you all the tips and tricks. Oh, I thank you so much. You may, I think yes. you've just improved my life. Just talking through this has given me a course of action to move forward. I don't know why I never oh, thought to ask. I should have asked them why they haven't trained yes. anyone on the scraper. There you go. Yes, you got to ask them then you got to talk about it on the show, okay? Well, Allie, I am so grateful to have this time to chat with you. Thank you for turning your radio on. Is that K-Duck you're listening to? Yes. Oh, love that station. And love being on it. <laughs> it's such an honor that we get to be on, on here every single day. And we're just so happy that you're listening. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much. You're the best, Allie. 
Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. j what's happening in your world today? Uh, TJ, I know you have a dog by the name of Luna. She's oh, about, yeah. what, 10, 11 years old now? She's 10, going to be 11 in April. Well, how would you like to have a cat? He's about 15, 16. I'm well, giving my cat away if you want him for you're, free. You're giving your cat away? I mean, I got home yesterday from work and he threw up on my beautiful carpet no. and the floor. No and that's way. the last thing you want to do when you get home is to clean up vomit. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Jabo. I know what you're feeling. This weekend, I was actually getting ready to go to church and I'm about to walk out the door and my kid goes, nah, nah. There's something slimy on my bedroom floor. I go, what is that? Luna, my dog, all over the carpet. And, you know, you think, oh, yeah, baking soda will do it. I didn't have all the tools. I think you got to use bubbly water and baking soda. I just threw, yeah, the baking soda on it. It absorbs some of it. But uh, I wish I had the solution for, like, how to really get that out of carpet. Because we love our animals, but they do that sometimes, and it's gross. It's so annoying. So I, I was using, like, Lysol wipes, and oh, thankfully yeah. my carpet has, like, a little bit of, like, orange-yellow tint to it. Oh, So, no. like, his vomit kind of sort of blends in tell as me, far as the color of his vomit. When I come over, please tell me where not to step, okay? <laughs> I will, because I'm trying to avoid it, too. But I'm going to try some baking soda. Put up a little like caution flag around right. it, Apollo so, so up people here. know this part of the ca- the carpet is out of order oh. for good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a hairball. And uh, Zach, are you saying you have the answer? You know how to? I do. Oh, great! Yes, sir. By the way, so yes, you're calling sir. us from Paris, Texas. How is it there? Is it beautiful? Yes, sir. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I know. Hey, we're so grateful. You know, our show, it originates on the East Coast, but we're so excited that we just started broadcasting in Paris, Texas. I got to come visit you at some point, Zach. Oh, that'd be awesome. You could come see the Apple Tower. It's got a little red cowboy hat on it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm down for that. I was wondering that. So, Zach, you know how to get uh, the vom out of the carpet. Can you please teach us? Yes, I've got a little peewee that does it, too. And the best thing that's worked for me is those little wish drill brushes and vinegar. So vinegar is not going to mess up the carpet? No, vinegar and hot water. And then just grab you a drill brush, wherever, Amazon, slap it on your drill and just scrub it for 30 seconds. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's gone. Now, Zach, I know this is going to sound really dumb when I ask you this, but you're telling me like a drill, like an electric drill that you use for construction? You could put Yeah, a br- just, just a... Right, a cordless drill. It's it's got a little uh, attachment. You just put it in there like a drill bit, and then it's a brush on the end. That's I've what, seen my husband what you use in detailing. That. TJ, you're gonna have to learn how to use a drill. I know. I be- would you hang out with someone who doesn't really know how to use a drill and very rarely uses one? Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, That's I'm awesome. in construction, but. Um, I've got plenty of friends that are in construction that don't know how to use a drill. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, my dad is a contractor and he talks just the way yeah. you do. He says that most people are bad contractors. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there's very there's very few that are good at what they do. Now, Zach, you mentioned using vinegar. Am I using white vinegar? Am I using um Yeah, just just white vinegar. Just okay. regular White vinegar. I to make sure. I could see how we might accidentally use the red wine vinegar. That would be me, you know? Yeah, don't, do, don't do that. Balsamic like vinegar. A white <laughs> good for cooking, good for my carpet, you know? Yes. <laughs> hey, Zach, we're so happy that you're listening to our show. We just started in Paris, Texas this week. Thank you for checking in. It's so great to hear your voice on Absolutely. the radio. Absolutely. Y'all have a good day. You yep. too, take care. Bye, Zach. Zach is awesome. Look at that. Saving the day for us, Jabo. I'm thankful for Zach, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did he eat, by the way? I should have asked you that. Just his regular cat food. Why today of all days? He eats I, it every day. I don't day. know. I have no idea. Have you ever had a camera where you can watch what he does when you're gone? 
Yes. I actually have a camera in my house. I don't have it set up on him. Oh, please do that. Or can you tie it to him or something? I mean, dude, <laughs> I just, I'm so curious to know what our pets do at home. We see this sometimes float out on the internet. People take these videos with our pets at home and then sometimes it catches a bear like that one video that we were watching yes. the other day. A bear got in the house right through the front door, exited through the window. I do think a camera is worth investing in. I feel like Apollo's just eating and sleeping and then vomiting every once in a while. That's really yeah. what he's doing. More times than not, that tends to be the results. Mm-hmm. But it is cool that it turns on when he walks by. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, I know what you did. <laughs> yeah. I know what you did when I wasn't around. Now, I've got to call it what it is. I've given Kenny a very hard time for this. It seems like the only time you reach out to your mom is when you need something, right? Uh, that's yes. what you say. Say well, yes, Kenny. Go ahead and yeah. read down the list, Jabo, of examples. Well, let me see. Your birthday was a few months ago. You called your mom just to tell her that you really would love a PS5. And then you called her the other day because you wanted to know if your brother still had the Pokemon cards that were in the basement. <laughs> and there was a long gap in between conversations, right, Kenny? Well, yeah, but the, the PS5, I, I didn't tell her that I needed a PS5. I was telling her that my friends were making fun of me because I didn't have one. Right. Translation, okay. you need a PS5. Well, next thing you know, a PS5 shows up at your doorstep, and oh, wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, now, was, that was magic. I was asking an honest question to my mom, okay? And I sent her a text, hey, the next time you go to Costco, can I come with you? Because I wanted to get some nasal saline spray. You know, it's my favorite thing. When you have a cold, it's like, it's almost like magic. I mean, it just cleans your head out. It's beautiful. You love it so much, you gifted me a bottle of nasal saline spray. Right. And I asked my mom if I could go shopping with her at Costco the next time we're together. She said, sure. And then she, two texts later, says, by the way, you have six showing up at your front door. And I said, what? I said, no, you didn't have to do that. (laughs) And then I I went into this deep state of sadness. I I wondered, am I like Kenny? But I thought, no, 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 I didn't do this hoping to get it. I genuinely wanted to go to Costco and spend time with my mom, which to me is next level being a great son. Yeah, you're not like Kenny at all, TJ, because you've told me numerous times where you've called and talked to your mom and never gotten anything out of it as far as material goes. Yeah, I listen to her when she tells me everything that's wrong with her. I'm the one who listens. Right. Um, Did you get my mom on the phone, producer Heather? Yep. Oh, okay. Hold on. Here she is. Mom, did you just hear what I just said? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Good morning. There's my mom. Now, mom, I just want to clarify. I'm not a Kenny who was trying to use you to order nasal saline spray to my house. I mean, it's real. You did that unprovoked. I and I wasn't even hinting. I just wanted to go to Costco with you to to spend time with you because we don't get to spend a ton of time together anymore. I know, but when would that time be to go to Costco? Yeah, probably not for another six months, but at least we can get it on the calendar. <laughs> and I just, well, I wanted to get these at Costco because the they're fact- so expensive and Costco is a much better price. And so I was going to buy them in bulk and you sent them so I don't even have to go now. Do you not want to spend time it, with me? Of course I do, but I know that the time is like few and far between because of the distance that okay. we never really get to go to Costco together. Mom, so. can you just say that I'm not a Kenny? You're not a Kenny. Okay, I'm sorry that she said that, Kenny. That's offensive. Uh, TJ, I mean, you're, you're talking a good game here, but that's some expert mommy manipulation, man. You're talking to a pro, and uh, I tip my cap to you, my friend. Well done. That's not what this is. Oh, yes, no. it is. It's mommy manipulation at its finest, man. Good job. The thing was that I knew you were sick and that you needed that stuff to help you feel better, so that's really why I, bought, I, didn't, I wasn't going to wait. Well, I learned how to panic and worry about worst-case scenarios from you. So, you know, you have to treat these, these colds because you never know what it could turn into. 
You, you've told That's me to right. be afraid. If I get a sniffle, be afraid. I didn't tell you to be afraid. <laughs> be afraid. I just want you to have it treated so it doesn't get worse. DJ, That's if cool. you would have waited six months to see your mom, you would have had pneumonia by then. So right, your mom I know. was trying to help <laughs> you out. She was just giving me the antidote. <laughs> yes, she was. Right? Yep. Yes, pretty sure. And I, I was sick with embarrassment because I didn't have a PS5, and my mom came to oh, my aid just like your whatever. mom did. I mean, baby. this is how it works. Yeah, but mom, I listen to you when you tell me everything. That, like Just the other day you called me, and you told me what was wrong with your tongue. And <laughs> what is wrong with your tongue? Well, I don't know if she wants to talk about it on the radio. I'm going to the doctor today. <laughs> See, I, I just, uh, I, I always listen to you, right? Right. And then you do. I also force you to tell me what's going right, and then you get mad at me and hang up the phone. No, I don't. I don't do that. Well, tell me what's going right since we're on the phone. What is one great thing about today already? Well, I woke up, so I'm alive. Hey. So you <laughs> like being about. alive. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, good, good. See, there's something good, right? I mean, li- being alive is a little scary, but she likes being alive. You love being alive. Yeah. Okay, so. and before you run, um, can I just put you on the phone with your biggest fan? So producer Heather um, really wants to hang out with you. Can you, you can say hi to her real <laughs> quick. She's trying to find an excuse to get together with you. Oh, okay. Hi, Heather. Hi, Mrs. TJ. How are you? Um, well, how are you? I'm doing great now that I'm speaking to you. Um, just uh, so you know, I won't wait six months to go on a Costco trip with you. So you can call me up anytime. I'll send you my number and we'll go to Costco whenever you want. Sounds great. All right, cool. I'm going to hook you guys up. And my mom would love to have someone to go to Costco uh, with because no one ever wants to go with her. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to connect you guys. I always try to find friends for my mom too. Isn't that right, mom? I, you get weirded out. Like there's this nice older lady who I think would be a great friend for my mom. Hasn't called her since. I mean, I texted. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's it's like uh, three hours away. It's but not still, around the corner. I mean, do you have tons of friends lining up? I mean, you're just you call me from home all the time. It's like I'm trying to find her friends. Jabo, will you be my mom's friend? We'll talk about it later. Okay, I'll, be okay. I'll be your friend. All right, cool, cool. Don't make it sound like I don't have friends. No, you do, I but it's just. Friends. All right, I love you, mom. I'll talk to you later. All right, love you too. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. I'm so glad you said I'm not a Kenny. You're not a Kenny, TJ. I could have told you that. <laughs> All right. This is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio on. Sorry, Kenny. I don't mean to be offensive to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the TJ Show. Tis the season for wacky, weird, horrifying, and cute costumes. And our camera guy, Josh, has a one-year-old daughter named Mia. She's beautiful. And he and his wife got into a little disagreement whether or not they should even dress up this one-year-old. Does a one-year-old even need to be dressed up? I happen to think no. But I also, I've been married for almost 10 years. You know I, better. <laughs> I know. Jabo, you know, it's not worth the fight. It's not worth the fight. No, I don't so, have kids. I can tell you it's not worth the yeah, fight. You just, you got to give up some of these fights. Yep. Even if it means being illogical, it's worth it for mm-hmm. the peace that you're purchasing through your illogical behavior of ordering <laughs> the costume. It's worth it. And so you finally said, Josh, okay, great. Let's order the costume. Yep. And a little tiny cow costume showed up. It is cute. It's so cute. Is it a onesie cow costume? It is a onesie Aww. cow costume, yeah. How much did it cost? $30. $30 for the little girl, <laughs> baby. onesie. Little yep. moo moo. I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is what happens. I got three little girls. What do you want me to do? Um, and two show up. So now you've got a problem. Right. What do you do with the second costume? And we asked that question, and you interviewed your wife, Anne, because mm-hmm. you guys feel very differently about what you should do. You think that it should be returned, and that's right. the right thing to do, and that seems like a lot of work, but okay. Here's what Anne, Josh's wife, wants to do. Hi, Anne. Hi, Josh. 
What's the dilemma with the cow costume? What? Oh my goodness. Oh, she sounds a little embarrassed there. Uh-huh. That's a sign. Mm-hmm. You're bringing this up? Yeah, so we got a cow costume in the mail. You ordered one. And we got... Two. So what do you think we should do with the second one? I We don't know anyone who needs a cow costume of that size, probably. So I thought we should just go return it and, you know, see what happens. What's going to happen if you return it? Oh, they'll probably give us our money back. They sent us two. It wasn't my fault they sent us two. And I don't want to just throw away this perfectly fine cow costume so at least it can go back. I like that you let her just explain herself. Yeah, she'll she'll talk herself out of it. I mean, <laughs> do I need to say anything? Yeah, this is a, a master arguer. You just listen. Mm-hmm. Smooth move. And you think it's stealing. It is stealing. And I happen to agree with you. Yeah. I th- so I think, do I. I think it's stealing. Yeah, we're, we're across the board on that. Well, I'm just, I don't know. I might ask for some outside help on this. I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> now, does she think that's annoying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She hates all of this. <laughs> yeah. So you think it's okay to just return and get the money back? I don't know, okay? Mia, yeah, who do you think is right, Mama or Dada? Oh, no. <laughs> That's the only word she knows how to say, though. One-year-old yeah. Mia <laughs> is taking Dada's side. Well, who can argue with a cute little cow, baby? You can't argue with a cute little cow, baby. We got some DMs at TJ Podcast on Instagram sharing some thoughts. Here's Erica. If I was sent a, costu- a second costume by mistake, um, I would give it to a friend just so that their kid also has a fun costume to wear. Do you still think that's stealing? Uh, it is stealing, yeah. Um, but yeah, it sounds nicer. But Well, you could also argue that why should we have to be inconvenienced and go to the post office and drop it off for sure. their mistake? Steal for the sake of convenience. Well, no, but, that's fine. Also, you know, I also would You're worry... you somebody out, too. Well, but wait, what if the person who put two in gets in trouble because they find out they stuffed two in the bag. So I would think about that, too. Maybe it was a mistake on their part. We wouldn't want to get them fired. That is true, but that doesn't prevent me from still calling the company and letting them know that I got two in the mail. This one is from Monica. I'd probably try to return the second one. Uh, I would likely reach out to the company and let them know they sent me two and see if they would give me a return shipping label so that I wouldn't have to pay to return the extra. For me, it'd be the most honest thing to do. Okay, look, so somebody else who's concerned with honesty. Also, lots of comments coming in on our Instagram. Becca says, put it on my dog. Ooh, yeah, if it could fit your dog. Oh, that'd be cute. It's a small little pup, yeah. I'm pretty sure doggy costumes are more expensive than human costumes. Yes. They know that if we're dressing up our animals, we're not totally well, and we'll probably spend a lot of money. (laughs) And so I see what they're doing. They're taking advantage of us. Hey, Travis in New Jersey. Hi, how's it going? So you have a one-year-old. That's right. You dressing him up? Yes, we are. We actually just got his costume. Well, I guess we have two costumes. We just got one. We've settled on Grogu from Star Wars. So Baby Yoda. You bought two and then decided later? My wife thought it would be a prudent idea to order a backup costume in case we couldn't find one. Oh, this is a next le- Don't you feel better about your life, Josh? Oh, man. That makes me happy. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, all right. So what would you do if you get two costumes? Well, you already have two costumes. It's kind of an array. You yeah. wanted two costumes. You I paid for it. barely got two costumes. Yeah. Uh, you're happy about it. So I guess everyone wins, right? Yeah, I guess so. It's just now we have an extra costume that we don't know what to do with. Um. Well, you have a great day, Travis. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good one. 
Hey, Rachel in Illinois. Hi. Where are you headed right now? Are you on an airplane? No, I'm actually I'm driving into the city, into St. Louis. Oh, nice. Love that. Rachel, you have a son who is just turning one? Yes, he's about to be one in December. You dressing him up for Halloween? We are. Uh, what is he going to be? I think he's going to be an astronaut. That's right. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, it's a horrifying thought to think that a kid would be an astronaut and you just kind of push him out into outer space. I mean, it'd be horrifying for any aged person, I think, if you're not an actual astronaut, to be pushed into outer space. But we're not going to do that, right? There's no way for him to get up there. No, no, no. It's the whole, he's made it one trip around the sun, you know, vibe. So. Oh, that's oh, so like cute. meaning to this, you know? Yeah, I mean, we prevent our kids from going to outer space. That's why we have that baby gate when you come in. Yeah, for sure. If we didn't have that, I don't even know where they would wind up. So, uh, did you hear what our camera guy Josh is going through? Orders a costume, two show up in the mail. What do you do with that second costume? Uh, do you cash in on it, steal it, or do the right thing and return it? I feel like I would go with a totally different option and give it to a friend. There's so many other people that need a costume and they are quite expensive. So I don't think I would give it back. There might be somebody like posting on Facebook, hey, I got an extra one. Does anybody want to have their kid be whatever this costume is for Halloween? So it's a cow, little cow costume. Would you sell this extra one then and get money from it or you just give it for free? Oh, I would give it for free because I got it for free. Okay. I mean, I paid for one. I got one. Rachel, you wouldn't consider that stealing, though? Because the company sent you two even though you paid for one? Oh, well, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, but if you shrug your shoulders, it's fine, j <laughs> No, I'm just yeah, asking, I'm asking questions. I'm yeah, just asking no. questions. Yeah, by the way, this is coming from the person <laughs> who was accidentally sent two couches. Mm-hmm, I, I was. Mean, th- these companies are nuts. What is going on with these places? They can't get their orders straight. And they how can't. do you, I mean, that's a whole long story. j actually has an extra couch in her mailroom because the company didn't reach out to her and actually talk to her. They left a message and said, we're sending you another couch yep. for like a little tiny screw that was missing or a screw hole. Is that what it was? Right. It was like a defect on the couch, but we fixed, and then they just sent me a new couch. We, we are in such a wild consumer world that they're just sending this stuff out the door. They can't. Yeah. But j has got to figure out how to lift that couch and bring it somewhere. As of right now, it's staying in the mail room. Yeah, yeah I know. Hey, uh, Rachel, thank you so much for the phone call. You have an amazing day. Yes, you too. Thank you. All thank right. you, Rachel. Bye-bye. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what is happening in the world today? Another driver was pulled over for driving in the carpool lane without any passengers. This time it was in Washington State. Trooper Rick Johnson pulled over a vehicle after noticing an interesting occupant in the front seat. It wasn't a person. It was a creepy clown, life-sized dummy. Every year. People try this. I mean, people all year are trying all different types of things like pool floats. Mm-hmm. But uh, Officer Ricky, he'll get you every time. Yeah, and he'll post about it on social media yeah, afterwards saying, love the Halloween vibe, but still doesn't count. The driver was cited for improper use of the HOV lanes. That police officer is better than I am because I'm a scaredy cat. I would have saw that creepy clown and been like, nah, go ahead, fam. I don't want to know. Go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> don't tell me anything else. Yep. Just go. He did confirm it was not an actual creepy clown, but indeed a dummy. Yeah, that would be offensive to creepy still clowns. Scary. Still scary. Still <laughs> scary. Yes. Kenny, what else do you have? I don't want to cause a panic, but there's a possible banana-demic going on right now. A banana pandemic. Hasn't that been going on for, like, ever? Yeah, as long as I can remember, 
there have been stories that the banana is going to go extinct. Is that what this is? Well, yes. Scientists- why, why? Why are you doing this? You Haven't you seen these stories over the last like 20 years? I haven't. Really? This is the first time you're hearing about this? Yeah, I've never heard of a banana demic before. Every time I eat a banana, I have an extra layer of appreciation because I've been told my whole life they're about to go extinct. Well, I've read that they have, and what we're eating now are just like GMO. It's like, it's modified. Because telling me apparently I'm real bananas have like little seeds in them. Am I eating a candy banana? I'm not saying it's candy. I'm saying it's what is fake it? fake. What's in my office right now? I don't know. I've been consuming it. You knew I'm, that, I've been fine. You knew that wasn't a banana and you haven't told me yet? Listen, <laughs> if they're passing it off as a banana, it's a banana. But what I've read in the past is that the original bananas have like small little seeds in them. And if you open that banana up in, up in your office, it doesn't have seeds in it. <sighs> what I would do for an original banana. You don't know what that tastes like. They've probably been <sighs> extinct for years. Yeah, maybe they tasted worse than what we have now. Right. <laughs> These Just be plastic grateful. bananas. <laughs> well, the banana that you're eating now is likely a Cavendish banana. They say about half of the bananas humans consume every year are Cavendish bananas. What you guys are referring to in the early 1900s, there was another popular banana called the Gros Michel. Who liked the Gros That's not cool. Michel? I'm sure Michelle did not like being called Gros. G R O S. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's how you uh, correct it. But that. You, you mean, is it the Gros banana? Could be. It could be the Gros. Gros, Michelle. Sounds more fancy. Now, that, that sounds hot. Yeah. Gros, Michelle. <laughs> Gros, Michelle. <laughs> so that one was wiped up by uh, a predecessor of the strain of disease that we're dealing with now. The Cavendish is resistant to that, and that's how it rose oh, to popularity. Okay. Mm. So we are concerned about Panama disease tropical race number four. Okay, they got to invent a new banana. That or scientists do have hope that within the next decade that they'll be able to come up with a solution before it becomes a huge right, problem. Let's do our part on the count of three. Save the bananas. One, two, three. Save, Save the, the bananas! bananas! Kenny, what else you got? TJ, you want to raise successful, happy kids, right? Of course, we all do as parents. So how about some advice from a Yale expert? Sure. Can we trust Yale still? I'm going to go ahead. It seems to make sense to me. All right, go ahead. Let me hear it. This Yale expert says that you should wait as long as possible before giving your child a cell phone. An outrageous statement from I, Yale. I've been thinking the same thing, and I'm not a Yale expert. <laughs> I mean, I think like we've seen the phones are not great for our kids. So now, now that Yale says it, can we all listen along and? make this decision and not just hand the world to our kids. I think it's a great thing that now people are finally, they can't ignore it, which I think is different about this time that we're in. Well, according to a recent report, children aged 8 to 12 who have phones spend just under five hours a day on the phone. Oh, it's unbelievable. And I totally get it. All of my kids, you give them a little bit of screen, all they want is more. Yes. Every time. It gets worse when you get to be a teenager. They say more than eight hours a day are spent on a screen if you're in that teenage range. And unfortunately, they're not doing helpful things or creative activities. A lot of the time is spent on social media or watching videos. I think it's just as bad as actual drugs. I know it seems like it's different because you're like, oh, well, they're not actually doing cocaine or heroin. I think the effects on the mind, maybe it's not the exact same thing, but it's something horrific. I would put it in that same category. But of course, I didn't go to Yale, so nobody takes me seriously, j But I take you seriously because not only do I see that effect in myself as an adult, a couple summers ago, I had my nephew stay with me, and he was always on his phone, always on his phone. And finally, one day, I said, you know what? 
Let's have a movie night. Put your phone down. Let's just hang out. The moment he put his phone down in the other room, mm. he did exactly what I told him to do. And he sat down to watch a movie. He passed out. It's like his brain finally had a chance to shut off. Yeah, I, I believe it. It's scary when you see that addiction. I remember my my at the time she was four Charlie she got addicted because somebody gave her an iPad Yeah, and we're like no we're taking it away we already took it away once now she's got it back and she's eight it's and like the, the vengeance <laughs> and my nephew told me himself he's like man I needed that break That's I'm great. like yeah bro you need it your brain can't handle that much information all at once it's great Jay but you said something uh, the Yale expert said that waiting as long as possible is beneficial but eighth grade seems to be a good time and they've seen benefits of waiting until the eighth grade including less risk of anxiety and depression increased quality and quantity of sleep jabo to your point and more time for physical activity in the outdoors Excellent. The more we can hear these stories, the better. Kenny, what else do you have? For much of North America, leaf cleaning season is rapidly approaching. What do you do with your leaves, TJ? I just leave them on the ground. That's right. I don't know who started this whole you have to rake. Why? Someone who was bored. You're actually on to something, TJ. According to the University of Delaware's College of Agriculture and Natural Resources, you're doing exactly what they suggest you do. Yeah, who needs more work? You see these dads out there with their leaf blowers Miserable. and everything. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's horrible. Who would ever want to do that? And I've got a property full of leaves. They all just go away. They blow away. They're not trying to save you time, TJ, although I guess that's an added benefit. Fallen leaves are full of essential nutrients that help with soil rejuvenation. Mm. Bagging them only takes away those nutrients. It also increases the chances of it ending up in a landfill or an alternative disposal site, which isn't good for the environment. No. Jabo, you see my house. It's a mess. Who cares? Who you don't cares? Care. You don't care. I don't care. No. I didn't go to your house to visit a museum. I went to your house to see how you live. But it's also really cool. What I found is there are parts of my property that are totally untouched. And I see other people have this too. They don't care either. And all this cool stuff starts growing out of the ground. Like mm-hmm. it's not just grass. When nature takes over. Yeah. All <laughs> of a sudden, these seeds from these little fruit plants, you know, you see all the wine berries that we have on yes. our property. It's beautiful. And that all came from laziness generations of laziness <laughs> generations of laziness <laughs> no raking when i walk up to your house dj there's like all these flowers and it feels like i'm walking to a secret garden yeah. i like it you know in your case where you live in the woods i think just leaving them is perfectly fine but for people who live in residential neighborhoods who don't want the eyesore of just leaves all over their front yard They're pretty it's fine you can run your mower over them and turn them into mulch so essentially you chop these up into fine little particles which will decompose naturally will give the nutrients to the soil but also you can hardly tell hell that it's there. So just running your mower over them is better than bagging them and putting them on the curb. That's helpful. If you're a big baby who cares about your lawn, uh, (laughs) run the mower over it, you're fine. All right, Kenny, what else is happening in the world? I didn't even know this record existed, but I'm learning now that it's broken. Young men Exodus and Iggy, their 11 and 10-year-old brothers from Wisconsin, they are now Guinness World Record holders for making the largest grilled cheese sandwich. First of all, they have the coolest name. Exodus and Iggy? Yeah. Like, those are some cool brothers right there. Grilled cheese, I'm down for that. How big is this grilled cheese? The sandwich was 10.9 feet long, 6.25 feet wide, and was 2.75 inches thick. They used more than 300 pounds of dough and 60 pounds of cheese. Wow. Oh, that just sounds amazing with a big 35-gallon of tomato soup. I'd be ready to go. I'm ready. Let's go for a swim, (laughs) J-Bo. Yeah, seriously. They worked on this with family and friends for a month, 
And they even had a custom welded pan constructed just so they could pull this off. The previous record was set by a Vermont creamery. When I think cheese, I think Vermont and Wisconsin. So there's a rivalry going on here. That one weighed 320 pounds, measured 5 by 10 feet, and it was 2.5 inches thick. And I'm hoping they split it up and share it with the community, right? You're absolutely right, TJ. The proceeds went to community food banks. Food banks are helping a lot of people. Oh, yeah. For many, many years, but especially now Mm -hmm. in some of these tough times and people have all different kinds of stories. If you're struggling and looking for food, look into that local spot, wherever it is. Most communities have them somewhere. And it could be a game changer, at least for a period of time. Oh, yeah. And there's no shame in that. There's no times that the food bank has benefited my family and me personally. So there's no shame whatsoever. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. It's it's there for a reason. Yeah, it's there to help. You got to eat. Kenny, what else do you have? The house that was used in the original Halloween films just sold for $1.68 million. Whoa. Is it a nice house? It is a pretty nice house. The... Filming location for the original Halloween starring Jamie Lee Curtis back in 1978 has been converted into a three-unit property with the potential for garage space that could be converted into a fourth unit. So this is a home that is really more of an investment opportunity for possible renters. I thought it would have gone for way more than 1.6. Sounds like people are selling and running away. Who knows what's going on in that house? Well, I mean, the, <laughs> nothing happened in that house other than the movie. No, yeah, it's not like true. anybody was actually murdered sure. in the house. They were asking for $1.8 million, so $1.68, not too bad as far as a come down. I know, I feel like I've been being advertised this house before it sold yesterday. I kept on seeing Instagram stories they must know and you're videos. <laughs> no, I don't think it has anything to do with that. They know that I'm a huge Halloween fan. Halloween is my all-time favorite scary movie. Mm. Michael Myers. wonder if it's even looking any any bit like it did in the 70s. Probably not, right? It's probably a whole different house. You can definitely see the resemblance, but it mm. looks like new siding, you know, oh. perhaps new windows, new treatments, things like that. But you could tell, if you're a fan of the movie like I am, you could tell that that is Laurie Strode's old house. How about that? Kenny, thank you for keeping <laughs> us somewhat informed. You got it. 